Welcome to the first Pigskin Heroes podcast. I am your co-host. Um, you may know me by the one and only Kamish. Jake Constant here. People see me, but they just don't know. I am joined by the one and only Ryan Longnecker as your other co-host today. Thanks, Ryan. That's the one and only Ryan Longnecker that you all know and love. Um, so we decided to start a podcast. Um, not really sure why. It just sounded fun more than anything, as we're all in uh, lockdown mode and sitting at home and doing nothing. Um, the NFL draft was recently, too, so that was kind of exciting. And we also put together our 14-man our league, which is pretty cool. Um, why else did we want to do a podcast, Ryan? I honestly have no fucking clue. I, I I think you suggested it, and I was like, yeah, why the fuck not? Like, let's do it. Yeah, uh, pretty much. I don't know. We want to trash talk. Mm-hmm. I want to, like, I want to make everyone feel bad about their decisions each week. Uh, because, you know, I think the idea is we'll probably keep this up if we, you know, aren't too much of a couple of lazy pieces of shit. Um, <laughs> there'll be other episodes, and then, you know, once this season starts, we can see trades if they happen talk winners losers mm-hmm. you know things like that I, I can think of a few trades you made last year that uh man i would love to let you know how goddamn terrible the humans you are for making them <laughs> i remember just one of the whole episode conversations oh my god they, we wouldn't be able to we need someone to like calm us down i got so mad at you jake what was, I was the, legitimate the... it's because you're dumb it's because you made a terrible trade what was with, the one? I don't even remember what the trade was, to be honest with you. I you took I think it was you just took way too much advantage. It was the girly trade, right? But that was that two was two years. years. Ago. That was epic. That was the most epic trade I've ever pulled. All I know is you've been fucking people over years in a row, and that's got the step up. Yeah, that's um, that's you know something I take a lot of um pride in sometimes but also it does hurt me deeply when i've been told that i am taking advantage of others uh i do know gage was on the the receiving or the the victim end of the oh, girly I trade <laughs> i do know that gage was on the victim end of the girly trade and uh i respect gage but i know that i could take advantage of him and i did so i will just admit that on the podcast right now <laughs> uh i don't know what last year's trade was on record but i specifically I yeah i specifically remember texting you and we were we wanted to pretty much kill each other at that point um i know your your name in my phone is still orange man orange man yeah because of the art i had the art because the it deal. was uh, it was a great deal it was a perfect deal uh, best deal <laughs> ever Huge, <laughs> tremendous deal no huge yeah. deal uh, i mean we could do uh we, we should i think because we don't know we're, we're completely winging it right now as we both are currently aware and people listening hopefully someone listens i hope more than like two people listen like like no. 
we have I hope two, only two people listen. Yeah, we have two guests coming on, and I hope those two guests listen. We're going to keep it a surprise so far, just so if the, you know, anyone who isn't the people who's on the show can maybe be surprised when they come on. Um, hey, also, um, there's really important information at the end. So There is extremely important it's information fun. at the end. Um, yeah, make sure you listen to the end. Uh, subscribe and follow. Shoot me a like. Add me on Cash App. Uh, <laughs> uh, ben will be at Constant 77 uh, I can send you my address, and I accept paper checks. Thank you. I don't remember. I don't know my Venmo name. Yeah. Heart. All right. So the All preview right. future future podcast, like we said, um, in the off season, we're gonna have to just sit here and ramble a lot. And fantasy doesn't start. There might not be that many. Yeah. I bet you make like three or four tops. If yeah, adventurous. If we made one a month, that would I'd be impressed because there's about let's see, we got May, June, July. There's four full months of hell. You know, no football. Um, come August, Honestly, we can talk. Like yeah. Yeah, like training camp and cuts and shit. And like we might we can talk like we can preview the draft and mm-hmm. the beauty is like we can talk about the like post draft. Yeah. Yeah. So that's always I don't fun. know. We'll make one like we maybe we'll make one in June or something, maybe end of May. We talk about when we start and talking about um draft order stuff. Least, yeah, and then this podcast and the next podcast. Uh there's some pretty important information. If not this podcast, the next podcast will be one that pretty much i think every single person is going to listen to mm-hmm. uh, just because of the information in it. Um, we want to make yeah oh. okay so i say you know i say we draft we do some nfl draft recap we talked about the podcast you know hopefully maybe during the season if me and ryan are feeling really really uh crazy we'll make one weekly you know during the season but probably not because that's a lot of commitment um but draft recap Ryan, I want you just to just to hit me with your boldest draft recap. I mean, generally, this is going to be like a to give you some framework. It's going to be a rookie that you think outperforms or underperforms. For sure. Uh, well, I'm going to start by saying, "Fuck the Cowboys." Um, <laughs> I, I've been pretty vocal to uh, Jake and Tyler about the fact that I think CD Lamb is going to be the next NFL superstar. And he slipped to, I think, 17, which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. And I know the Vikings were trying to trade up to 14, uh, so that helps me sleep at night, He uh, that we might at least have tried to go get him. Mm-hmm. But then the Cowboys fucking took him. If the Cowboys hadn't taken him, I think we could have got him. Uh, but, yeah, so fuck Jerry Jones, fuck Jerry World, fuck drafting from the super mega yacht. Yeah, fuck uh, his yacht specifically. Is, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, I think Tua to number five at the Dolphins is going to be one of those things where it's like, holy shit, how did the three teams in front of them that didn't draft a quarterback, or I don't know who the fuck drafted. I can't remember who drafted. The Lions, the Skins. Both teams have shitty quarterback situations realistically, you know? I think think two or three seasons from now, it'll be one of those things where people are like, holy shit, the Redskins didn't take too well. I mean, (laughs) they got – that pass rusher, I'm already, uh, Chase Young, and Chase you know Young, he yeah. could be like Hall of Fame. I don't know. People keep talking about how he did, so maybe they won't regret it. But like the Lions took Jeff Okuda, and it's like people really like him, but I don't see it. And I think Stafford's old. I think Tua would have made. I think maybe I'm just way too in the offense. I think the Dolphins getting Tua at five. Uh, I think that gives them a shot, solid shot at the East. I think he can beat Josh Allen. And I think he could beat Sam Darnold. And I think he can beat the tanking Patriots who will take Trevor Lawrence next year. Yeah, probably. 
I, I do love the fact that the Lions don't get a chance to have like a a superstar quarterback, even though it's not as true. Well, they they have Stafford, who's been like if not superstar, like just barely below it for like eight years. Stafford's goddamn amazing. He's just, just yeah, surrounded by nothing. He's just Stafford, though. Yeah, so that the top draft there. I mean, um, Joe Burrow, he's probably like the guy. You might, I bet, someone in our league will start him like once or twice this year. You know, like I'll in, probably like, start him once or twice this year. Yeah, like desperate situations. Like he's probably, I mean, he's not going to be anyone's first quarterback, and he's not going to be. Do we see the way he smoked that cigar? God damn. That yeah, that. I mean, that Tyler helped. Schilling told me that that video made him wet, and I concur. <laughs> so that, that helps a I lot. Mean, though. Don't get me wrong. That adds like at least two rounds to his draft stock. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, or um, takes two off. I don't fucking know. Um, how about thank you, Green Bay, for fucking yeah. up that draft? Yeah, back I mean, at quarterback, back up what tight end, um, back up running back. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, <laughs> tight end turned fullback. I guess was what they wanted. The, but, the best yeah, bang in the yeah. draft was the fact that the page or the Packers just decided to create a con- quarterback controversy in round one, um, and just kind of turn their whole fan base against each other. And against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It's really a beautiful concoction. Um, Scrolling through the draft board, I do see at pick 22, the Vikings picked a receiver out of LSU. Um, What can you tell me about him? Jay Jets. Yeah. Well, so Jay Jets, I mean, I I have no experience of any kind of scouting. But, (laughs) man, I like his highlights more than just about anybody besides C.D. Lamb. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. He just fucking – kept running like he kept his feet moving he made fucking plays happen inside now like fucking a lot of touchdowns the one thing i'm always nervous about though is whenever i think of justin jefferson i immediately think of joe burrow like how tied are the two together and i i, I think it's more likely that jefferson's success was tied to burrow than vice versa i think burrow was pretty yeah. legit and so yeah. i'm hopeful that jefferson it was like a 50-50 split, 40-60 split. Um, a lot of people see him as a, a slot receiver, uh, but that's where Thielen runs most of his routes, where he finds most of his success. So um, there is hope that Lamb – or not fucking Lamb. Uh, Jefferson, J-Jets. J-Jets, number 18. Yeah. Uh, I like Jay Jeffs. It's easier to say, personally, but mm-hmm. makes me think of Jeffrey, and that's pretty fucking gross. Oh, fuck Jeffrey. Um, we'll get to that part. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they hope Jay Jeffs can go outside. And if he can play outside, he obviously can't, won't get close to what Diggs put up. But yeah. can replace a little bit of it. Todd Sharp can be some third downs. And who knows, maybe free agent comes along. Maybe he's exciting. That's all we can hope for. I agree. I think I think we all we are all excited about him. Jeff Gladney, he was mocked to the Vikings bunch. Probably going to be a starting corner. He might not be outside. He might be inside. Either way, that's pretty exciting. Um, the thing I like about Jeff Gladney is mm-hmm. he's probably the person most likely to start a fight with the other team on our team now. And I, I just like that, yeah. defense. Yeah, and he's kind of like Rhodes. Like Rhodes was really good at pissing receivers off. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when he pissed off Odell Beckham Jr. and he held him like two or three catches. Like it's really effective as a defender to be able to just really fucking make the receiver mad. And I think that's something that Gladby can transfer. Yeah, no, I think that's good. Especially because towards the end, uh, Xavier Rhodes kind of seemed like he was kind of a bitch. Um, 
Oh my the god! If you try to trash talk him. people, they just yeah. run past him. Oh my god! The Vikings god. needed Swagger in the D, like kind of in the backside of the defense. So I think we needed all, Swagger bad, and I think we did that. We're all kind of a in agreement that the Vikings did a good job, and we're happy with it. And that's that's one. Although we drafted we a corner, we draft the other corner. We drafted. He called himself the Needle the as needle. his nickname, and man. All I can think about is needle dick. Like, <laughs> is that Dancer or Harrison I, Hand? Dancer, 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 needle yeah. dick dance. Now I want to call him needle dick Dancer. Like it, it just runs off the tongue so well, well. If he's just a legit third cornerback, he can have the tiniest needle dick around, and it doesn't really matter to us. See, Dancer is the one who's most likely to produce kind of like a play similar to Xavier Oates. He's kind of that tall, skinny, lanky guy, mm-hmm. but he's got some pretty legit speed. Gladney's not that kind of type. He's kind of like a shorter gruffer more kind of you know jim last one in first one out yeah i think that's backwards <laughs> no that, that, that's okay that's okay um but i don't know what yeah. else otherwise talk about the draft i mean we can talk about this later patriots when we traded do mocks. All, patriots traded all but one of their picks classic belichick yeah yeah there. that happens um but uh we talk I mean, about we're impact not draft guys experts. Yeah, we're 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 elite we're elite fantasy football minds. We're not draft minds. Um, let's just clarify that. Um, let's talk. I guess when we talk about like instant fantasy impact. Yeah, Clyde um, Edward, Edwards Hilaire, maybe a stud, Obviously, maybe think, nothing. You know, I, uh, I don't even remember who the Dolphins drafted, but whoever the Dolphins drafted, obviously immediate fantasy impact. Mm. Um, Tua. No, for running back, but yeah, Tua, Tua, yeah. Tua could be. I'm blanking. Tua on could be good. Back. Uh, I think the Cardinals drafted a guy by the name of DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, he's got some fantasy value. <laughs> I've heard of him. There's a round pick. Yeah, I mean the Bengals have the Burrow T Higgins thing. If AJ Green isn't around, he's gonna put up. He's gonna get a lot of points. I don't know if AJ Green. I wouldn't go to. Yeah, Tyler Boyd, yo. True. I don't know if AJ Green still exists, uh, but that's an yeah, option. He does. CD Lamb. They were a lot. He's a third wide receiver. It's kind of tough. Uh, Henry Ruggs. I would. CD Lamb's. Steve right. Lamb's not the Bengals. Oh, you're yeah. talking about rookies. No, I'm just running yeah, through. Um, Ruggs, I think, has a chance at the Raiders. Um, he, I think he has a chance to become their number one receiver. Typical Raiders mm-hmm. picking their fastest pl- the fastest player on the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, recent memory, it hasn't turned out very well for them. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of Smiling in his grave. <laughs> He's running in his grave. Yeah, there's there's and I scroll through the list. There's a lot of wide receivers that are all going to be like options, but it's I don't know, like like is Jalen Rager going to light it up on the Eagles? He could, but it's too early. That, also, the Eagles have like eight receivers. I, no one knows how the receivers depth chart mm-hmm. is going to end up quite yet. And Alshon, I mean, Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, hot take. I mean, by the time the season starts, both of them could end up cut. Like, yeah, they're they're always certain. They're both older. Yeah, that's, that's a, exactly that's a, it. And the castle, I mean, who, that's just it. You don't know how the numbers are going to play out. It totally comes down to training camp. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the kind of hot takes we need. Field. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's going to be number three. You can't forget about Michael Gallup out there. Yeah, he's, he's done. I had him on my team. Uh, Judy, you went to the four, did Judy go to the 49ers? Judy's a Bronco, so he has to play next to Portland. Bronco. Um, which yeah, is pretty but legit. It, and then also, they drafted a... Uh, Andy, no, who the fuck was they drafted They got Drew. KJ yeah, Hamler, Hamler. Yeah. They got they got Drew Locke. You can't trust that yeah. rookie or second year quarterback. Who knows? Maybe he'll be great. 
Yeah. Um, it's whatever. That's the Broncos. They're the Broncos these days. All right. I don't know. Talk yeah. about the draft. What's next? What's next? Yeah. We, we did start a little late, so I feel like we probably should be should be pushing the issue here a little bit. Um, I know we have our first very special guest who's um, probably pretty ready to join. Um, yeah, first, I bet. We should probably just quickly talk about Sleeper because um, we are in our 10th year oh. league, which is why we're doing this podcast and, you know, kind of being a little more – We'll put a little more effort into the league. We're in ten years. We're we're adults. We have, you know, we wanna we wanna make it fun. Um, we're upgrading. We're upgrading. Yeah. This, <coughs> this is twenty twenty. Um, twenty twenty fucking sucks in pretty much every way. Except sleeper is gonna be our our new platform in twenty twenty. Um, hopefully that's for the better. I think it's time to bring in our first guest. So I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, add him in. I, Mr. I'll do anything for a day. That's what I'm calling him, Mr. Professor, Doctor for sure. Professor, are you there? Only... <laughs> oh, we can hear you again. There he is. Never had this guy. Oh, hey. he's so handsome! Oh so, my God, he's handsome. Look at this guy. Handsome devil, can you please introduce yourself to the the really wide audience on the podcast tonight? Um, hopefully, millions tune in down the line. Congratulations on your success and your podcast show during uh during quarantine. My name is uh, Ben Galtieri. I oh. am. And Paul resident, and I've known these two guys since we started playing fantasy football in the middle. So uh, let's let's uh, let's talk about the shit that we brought Ben on to talk about. Yeah, um, Ben, we did give you, I gave you extremely little time, but I did give you some time <laughs> to hit us with uh, way too early predictions. So um, considering it's sometime in April, it doesn't really matter. The date doesn't really matter anymore. I've decided um, it's just kind of like a continuous month that kind of sucks a little less than the other. Um, so next month is actually May. I'm not sure what that month will be like. Um, but I want you to hit me with your, your April 27th way too early prediction about our league. Something that happens. Biggest, biggest hot take. You can list like five too if you, if you have five. Uh, fantasy? Yeah, fantasy league. Or, or the anything. <laughs> it, it can be a hot take. It can be a hot take about your favorite type of pizza or it could be our fantasy league. It, I would be fine either way, really. Oh, do you want to talk about the NFL, NFL? That one too. Either one. give us your hottest take on anything. Yo. That one's the real world. In the in the actual NFL, um, I don't even know if it's a hot take, but I mean the Colts are going to be the most improved team, and they're going to oh, win the division. Okay, and absolutely. Win the division. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's um, a hot take. What other hot do I have? Other hot take: the Vikings aren't going to be as good as last year. That's kind of how I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I hope so, man. It's the Vikings like, weren't that good last year, though. That's it in Zimmer's pattern, if you look at his records, too. Every year, he has his winning records, and it's 8-8 eight and eight to 9-7. and seven. Last year, we had our up year. We're due for another 8-8. Eight and eight. So, I think you're kind of right on that with what you're saying, Ben. Yeah, it's too many young, too many young guys, too much of an offensive line. That's mm-hmm. not Is that going to be like know. a – they missed the playoffs 8-8 eight and eight then? Like a soul-crushing eight and eight, probably. I mean, like, I think they'll be better than the Bears, though. So they'll have oh, a God, chance yeah. to make like <laughs> expand the playoffs too. So it's it's gonna well, be a have... good chance. But, you know, I yeah, anybody who knows me like knows that like my my fandom kind of shifts. Like, yeah, I love the Vikings, my bread and butter, but the big big time big time player. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, that's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he's so fun. I, I, I like the cheap slot. And I did I did get into a lot of their uh, franchise and what they're doing last year at the end of the year. <laughs> so, um, Have you been watching a lot of highlights on Clyde? 
Yeah, you five, like five? He's five seven. Oh my, he's the next person that Drew. Is he? Oh, he's that short? <laughs> We've needed little little tiny running backs that don't like hit their wives in elevators in this league. So I'm really excited to have That's the next rise. Did you hear the story that apparently uh, the GM of the Chiefs texted Mahomes and he's like, hey, without thinking, who should we take? And Mahomes is like, take Clyde. So they did. Like that that's why they took him as their first round pick. They're like, Mahomes, who do we need? And he's like, baby, this is my team. Well if anyone I think do you guys think that uh Clyde's gonna be a top five fantasy pick this year? Top five fantasy pick? Not a chance. Like five rounds or one he'll be in the first five rounds, absolutely. Yeah. Not top five. Right. I'm talking top five first round, man. Like running back who catches the ball and Damian Williams, who He's not even close to like cream. He's not. Ben, I hope you get the second pick in the draft so you can take Clyde. Yeah, I'll take the tenth pick in the draft so I can take Clyde in the first. I'm reading the rankings right now. He's running back twelve, pick twenty three overall. Oh, that's that's which is actually shockingly high in my opinion. I think I say, yeah, I have to agree. I think I think. People are betting high on him, though. I mean, a pass catcher yeah. from Mahomes, that's pretty nuts. We are but, five people. Yeah. Yeah, but, that happens. But Andy Reid isn't about, like, the bell cow. Like, Kareem Hunt was, like, kind of a cheat code, and that year was just unreal that he had. But Andy Reid isn't – he's not a bell cow guy, so I'm, I'm skeptical on that. But um, we know you're a big Chiefs guy, so we have to get some new talk to Chiefs. I feel that. Um, so that's All right, what we're uh, here's my way mm-hmm. – sorry Give me one. That. Here's no, my no, way to the early prediction. Uh, I woke up – feeling dangerous this morning so uh i think baker mayfield will be a top three quarterback at the end of the season Ooh. i think stefanski made case keenum look good enough to get a lot of money from the redskins uh, i think uh stefanski's gonna make baker mayfield and obj and juice landry out there i think top three quarterback by the end of the year top three fantasy scoring quarterback me, yep and if you don't believe me just watch mayfield on twitch that's big time. He's gonna like we, there's Mahomes and Jackson that are just gonna be they're gonna be up there regardless unless injury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, like Russell Wilson type, or yeah. Who, who would be who would be number three in the rankings? Right I'm now? looking There's right no now. It's actually believe it or not, Dak Prescott is the third best quarterback yeah. on the fantasy rankings. Then it goes Kyler, Russell, Deshaun. They drafted, they drafted a wide first round and all of a sudden yeah. Dak. Yeah. That's like, I don't, <laughs> you, got, you got Zeke, you got Amari, you got mm. Gallup, you got Lamb. That's crazy. He's got weapons. Ryan, I know you love Dak Prescott. Can you just um, share your support? Fuck Dak Prescott. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of like, you know what? I kind of tend uh, to just First off, that dude needs to quarantine. Get inside Dak Prescott. Yeah. Come on. Would you rather have Dak Prescott or, uh, or Kurt Cousins? Dak Prescott. Don't do that to me. Don't would, do that to me. I, in my grave, if I had – yeah, if you had me in my grave, I would tell you Dak Prescott. I honestly don't want to answer this question. Uh, it's a toughie. I don't know. Oh. Hey, if you go by fantasy rankings, uh, Kirk is 20 and Dak's 3. So, Ooh. just saying. Um uh, other than that, for hot so takes. So one thing. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I don't uh, really have one. I was so, just going to talk shit about other league mates generally. So. 
Oh, well, that's kind of what I was about to do. So I thought when we were going to talk about these late early predictions, we were going to predict the outcome of the league. Uh, so oh, yeah. if you're listening here, I ha- my prediction, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I, I, I think Luke is going to win fantasy this year. Oh. I had to try and pick oh. someone that wasn't me, that wasn't me, because I think <laughs> I'm going to win. <laughs> that's and, tough to not pick so, yourself. Are Luke had the year off. He, I, I put myself as three, actually. I tried to be, like, chill Objective. about it. Yeah. I think Luke, he had that year off. He's got fresh legs. He's got that Wakandan wisdom from Africa. I think he's going to come back in. He's going to take the league by storm. Uh, he's ruined me with a trade or two in the past. I mm-hmm. think I've fucked him over with a trade or two in the past. And I think this could be his year. I have Murph losing to him in the championship. Oh. Um, I have me beating T in the consolation game. Uh, ben, I have you and Tanner also in the playoffs. So, yeah, Ben, you're too good at fantasy. You seem to consistently be in the playoffs, so I feel like I had to put you in. But yeah, I'd like I to think. Every year it seems like I hit a different strategy. Yeah, Ben does. Ben always does it's that. Always, always whack. So I never, I never trade as much as anybody else. But I, always, I yeah. always tried to trade with you. You know, one of my favorite things is people will always be talking about how they have trouble reaching you, but I feel like I have the ability to reach you whenever I need to talk to you. So I never, like, I never, I never, like, disagree with people. I'll be like, yeah, Ben's so mm-hmm. tough to get a hold of. But, like, I'll be like, yeah, I've been getting a hold of you. I was hounding Ben this year. I remember I wanted to make a trade with Ben, and I just couldn't get a hold of him. And I was like, is he dead or alive or – Probably just teaching, you know, doing his regular yeah, thing. He was like doing his job responsibly, unlike us. Yeah. Well, yeah. A lot of the messages last year came came when I when I was teaching. I was like, I can't. <laughs> do it mm-hmm. I do got I do got things to do. But like later yeah. in the evening, I get home and I have to like actually look at stuff and mm-hmm. jump into everybody's rosters and whatnot and try to try to gauge like value. And I got you. See if I can do better somewhere else, like that that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Man, I All wish right. I was responsible as you. I use work <laughs> for like fantasy time. Yeah, oh, I, used, I remember then fantasy time. Whenever I hit like my science lecture class, I would, I would hit there every morning at eight thirty. <laughs> just Tuesday go to morning. town. It was yeah. Tuesday. Morning. Oh yeah. I'd hit there. I open up my laptop and just like hit the notes out of the way and go straight mm-hmm. to our fancy page to check yep. out creative. Start bidding on stuff. Start doing trades like all for an hour and a half during lecture. <laughs> I love that. That's that's, yeah. that's why we love it so much because we devote a stupid amount of time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I gotta find I gotta find a new time to do that, which is like normally at night and that sort of thing. So you just need to block off your calendar. Well, assuming next fall everything's back to normal like do you have like a period like off from teaching that you could like spend eating your lunch and doing fantasy on your phone yeah i mean it's gotta happen that's kind of when it does happen is during the day it's when everybody's like active and doing everything so yeah maybe like you take an extra 20 minutes in the bathroom yeah sit on exactly. Your phone. exactly yeah you do um, what you gotta do I want to say, Ryan, I really enjoyed the Luke, the Luke idea. That was, that was fun. Um, I didn't hear my name in the playoffs, which is uh, troubling, Jake, but, I, I have un- you but understandable. Second to last. Second to last. Interesting. I've never been probably below the top half of my entire game history. And I play, I think I put way too much effort in to ever get there. But if I get there, I would love to see it. Um, and see, I think you're due for a, a bottom finish. A bottom finish? No, it's very possible. No, think- here, that goes back to my hot take. Somebody is going to have a good team and it's going to get destroyed by that first round running back injury. And they're never going to come back. You ready for this? Yeah. I, I have Tran 
finishing above you in standing. Tran. Cool. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna draft Trubisky. All right. So with Taka Tran. Every year. He has a new player on every single starting yeah. position. With with the Taka Tran, I need to add in our next guest. Um we're gonna hit the mid button here. Um our next oh. guest, he's a big fan of Tran. Um hopefully his audio works too. First question we're gonna have to hit him with is uh is Mr. Tran though. Hopefully uh hopefully there's no technical difficulties. Um hello, can you hear us, sir? I hey. thought it was working until you guys just like first started to talk about not seeing me and stuff. I'm like, oh no, it's good. Oh I I see the one and only he's here. Hey, uh can you introduce yourself? Who, who's the new caller? What is your can you introduce yourself, please? Oh, this is Thomas Wendett. Oh, we were um, um, the future winner. WT, of the, the one and only. <laughs> WT, we were just talking about um, Tommy Tran. Uh, Ryan actually thinks he's going to finish above me this year. Can you can you share your thoughts on uh, what you think of Tommy Tran? I think he could possibly beat you this year. Oh. That's about it. He's going to be drafting the whole Bears lineup. You think that might happen? Uh, he's dumb enough to do it. He likes Nick Foles now, though. He thinks Nick Foles is like actually. Yeah, I was gonna say. Do the Bears Risky. have a draftable offensive player like past like this like earlier in the sixth round? Um, I could see no. Trey no, drafting Jordan all. Howard, thinking him he's well, on the Bears. Actually, <laughs> David Montgomery, exactly. David Montgomery. Yeah. I think I think he goes in the fourth or fifth round at the latest. Personally, Allen Robinson's pretty always. good. Yeah. Honestly, with Nick Foles, Nick Foles got an arm. You could maybe see someone like Taylor Gabriel have a good season mm. with someone like Nick Foles at quarterback. Is yeah. Cohen still on their team? Yeah, Cohen's there. But Cohen's yeah. Like much. Yeah. He was um, back then. Oh, yeah. Tom, do you have any, um, you know, hot takes? Do you have any anything kind of, you know, you just you have on your mind you're ready to, to hit us with right now? Um, as in shit talking or yeah, stuff let's shit talk. Let's hear what you got. Most to say. likely, that's what I would be anticipating. Yeah. All right. So I guess I got a few things. Um, I want to talk about Tyler. Uh, <laughs> I remember earlier on in the season last year, he was like last case, wasn't he, for like the first half almost, and then just went on a winning streak. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He went on a nuts run. Yeah. I remember he was in last place, and I was like, wow, I used to come to this kid for advice. And then uh, <laughs> something took him. You know, he was lucky. He was lucky. But I wanted to tell him that uh, we all know it was a fluke, and um, you should make your spot comfortable down in last place again this year. Yeah. Hmm. We'll, have to make, year. we'll have to make sure he hears this part. I got to yeah. Hit us, Ben. Here, we'll draft – a non-running back in round four. Non? Wow. Round four? After running backs in the first three rounds, he'll choose a different position. <laughs> yep. That's wild. That's... I can't keep him, but I think it's just... We'll need to review the history to see what the chance of that happening is, because that's pretty low. Um, roster first before he moves on. Yeah. You know, he might be due for a strategy change. Um but we'll have to wait and see how that goes, you know. We could all try it. We could all kind of adapt. So I'm how looking. early do you think somebody in our league will reach for Justin Jefferson? That's a fun question. Um, 
When does like a rookie you know, honestly, back, yeah, when does a rookie wide receiver go? When they're not like the number one. When does that usually happen? I, I feel like that's like a late round flyer. Like I feel like he's someone I'd take. He'd be like, like the number two receiver if it was a different draft class. Yeah, do you remember like last year, I think it was either it was Diggs or Thielen went down and people were bidding a lot of money on BC. Like having one of the top two receivers in the Vikings offense was valuable last year. So um Yeah. It's all, it's fair to think whoever wins the number two spot in the Vikings offense becomes valuable. So I can see Jefferson going high as round eight. But I think that would be a reach. That would be yeah. a huge reach. I think like twelve is so reasonable. Yeah. We do have fourteen teams though, so like remember your rosters get that's true. That's something to keep in yeah, mm-hmm. these these are gonna be thin rosters. That's something to keep yeah. in mind when looking at yeah. any kind of like rankings. It's like mm-hmm. our rounds don't line up with other people's rounds. You wanna look at like actual picks. Yeah. Like overall rankings. Like a third wide receiver on a team is going to be a lot more valuable because you're going to be like trying to start number three wide receivers because you know oh, like you need to. It's gonna. It, it's. I don't think it's we, about ballsy takes like that though. You know. Yeah. Um, I have my notes here about certain people. For P, I just wrote in Africa. So I remember, you know, we the reason we have fourteen people is because mm-hmm. we thought P wasn't going to be able to play, but he'll be able to play fantasy. Yeah, the whole which time is mind blowing. Africa. Really, this is my first transcontinental fantasy football season. Yeah, yep. so that's pretty big for us. It went he, from one school to one one middle school to transcontinental. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, we we really upped it right here. Look at us. We have, and then we also go on go through ahead, notes. Jake. I want to hear. I want to hear your notes. I'm pretty into your notes idea. Uh, let's see. I have uh, T also in the playoffs this year. Last year's champ. Uh, ben, I call you Mr. I'll do anything for an A, but I already feel bad about that nickname. Um, for Sam, I just put ha, ha, ha in his notes because of Green Bay's draft. Uh, Tran, I wrote Asian Zing. Um, you know, that's, that's what he adds to our league. For Jeff, I just wrote Jizzle. I Jizzle. think more people need to remember that there was a time where he wanted to be called Jizzle, so I think we need to bring that back and just refer to him as Jizzle the married man. I occasionally um, call him Jizzle, and I do I do like the fact that he did actively promote that as his name for a period of time. It definitely went <laughs> there away. Was a time in, yeah. There was a time in middle school where Jeffrey used to stand next to the trash cans where kids would cycle their food, and he, if there was food on their tray, he'd ask if he could have it. That's, I, I love uh, that's yes, a treasured memory. That's really weird. Mine. That's that's kind mm-hmm. of disgusting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He also, yeah. Trying to get that Jeffrey has, Jeffrey has plenty of bad things to say about me, and I'm sure we'll hear about them. But that <laughs> used, that used to make me giggle a little bit. I, that that makes me think. Oh, go ahead, Ben. Oh no, I'm good. I'm oh. just I'm just thinking about Jeffrey like stealing nuggets off of like girls' trays before they came home <laughs> in middle school. I can see it. <laughs> and then Jeffrey like, is in the lunchroom in middle school. Oh. Being like, call me Jizzle. <laughs> um, that made me think of one thing that me, yeah, me and Ryan talked about this, and I think I, I don't know if anyone else was in the conversation, but it is pretty cool that we have a group of fourteen people who are all went to the same high school um, and knew each other either extremely well or knew each other pretty well in varying degrees, and we're all in a league ten years later. Um, 
from when it started, not from when we graduated. That that's still a ways away, but it'll go by pretty fast. Um, so it's pretty cool. We're all still kind of here, and that fantasy has been able to tie us together, which I think allows us to maintain friendships, but also like bring back old stories like that into shit talk. So I'm very happy that Ryan found a story of Jeffrey at a fucking lunch table stealing food <laughs> to tie it all back together. Yeah. Yeah. See, like I can say that about Jeffrey. Like Jeffrey mm. used to like he'd have because you could buy doubles you'd buy your lunch and you'd get a second yeah. lunch for more expensive and that wouldn't be enough you'd be like mm-hmm. okay i need more food <laughs> but like at the same time these lunch tables lunch. jeffrey would tell he people just, just about like of ranch dressing and he couldn't actually fit the food on there anymore oh, oh he my ate so much ranch he ate so much all ranch. the ranch yeah. or i think about some tea with ketchup of a whole tray of ranch dressing <laughs> dude like, you're yeah. right I forgot how much ranch he used. That's that's sickening, actually, at this point. Someone got me ranch, ranch of school pizza, and I actually really, really appreciated that discovery. It's a good combo. It's a good combo. Um, well, we're about Wait, fifty-two minutes in. Go ahead. Since oh, that's uh, on the topic of Jeffrey, mm-hmm. I didn't have in my notes. This goes along with Tanner as well. I'm good. really looking forward to uh, hearing how your trash receivers are always. Uh, <laughs> Better than my number one and number two players. <laughs> Hearing your explanation on that, so oh. it'll be a good time. Well, we'll have to have them on the show. You guys can speak it out. Yeah, that's an that's an experience we can all you guys enjoy are together during the during the actual season too. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna definitely yeah. record these um at some capacity during the season um to have the more hope immediate... is to have these. Sorry, go ahead, Jake. Oh, no, I thought it froze. I was really confused. I was like, oh, no, what happened? No, uh, uh, no. you go ahead. You go ahead. I was going to say the idea is I hope they have these come out, you know, uh, probably not at all during the summer, probably maybe one or two, but then, like, as the season goes on, we'll talk about the shitty trades that are made, uh, mm-hmm. people who win by just the most ridiculous fucking flukes. You know, nothing love, makes me – yeah, nothing makes me more upset. jump on here and fantasy. trash talk some of the trades that go down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> I think Rip we should. Of it. Like, just, <laughs> oh, we man. need to have us write down like, like you need to write down like the shittiest legit trade you got, like not a fake one, like where it was like just obviously a joke. Like I want, we need I to like, like that. we need to write down the shittiest trades you receive and then like vent them. We need we need to be able to to speak them out. So like uh, when you get you know when Tanner sends you his backup quarterback like Marcus Mariota <laughs> on the Raiders. And he's trying to get like your second running back, and he's like, "Mariota's going to be fucking good." Like, we need to hear these things, you know? Definitely, I'll <laughs> I'll take notes. I always usually text you guys, and we all laugh about it behind. The yeah, yeah. There's definitely there's you know you got to run the trade by somebody. Um, do you have anything else on your notes, Tom? I'd love to hear. Um, I have Murph. I want to say, yeah. I don't know why you waste your money on this game, but I'll take it this year. <laughs> I have him going to the championship this year. Really? That dude wastes all of his time at work on fantasy football. No. That's what you need to be nervous about. It was his first year last year, too. In, in, was it his first year it was last his year? year? I, think it was his, I think it was his second year, but yeah, he's, like, really dedicated. So he's super mm-hmm. new. It's like – you could bring up an NFL player from four or five years ago and he has no fucking idea what you're yeah. talking about. But, like, if they're in it this year, he's ready. So, like, he's really? passionate up. He's figuring it out. Yeah, he's, he's dedicated. He really enjoys it. Like, 
Murph will be the first one to tell you he fucking hates sports, but he loves fantasy football. And he doesn't even like gambling, but this is his form of gambling. There we go. I'm excited to see see if it's true. That's quality. Let's hear your other notes, though, Tommy. Yeah, I want. I I gave you some time. I gave Ben. You know, you and Ben like two minutes, like I said. So. No, all I said for my shit talk was about Tran. Was can we talk about Tran? That was it. (laughs) (laughs) So he's I'm so excited he's in the league. I don't even. Where do you start with Tran? Though is the thing, you know. I'm excited for his first pick. Like he's gonna do something. We're good. It's going to be a geek fest when Tran picks, like, some player that doesn't play in the league or something. Like, we're going to be like, how would you manage to do that, you know? It's going to be one of those. Tran, Tran, this is a message to you right now. I want you to draft Gronk with your first pick. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We have a few things we need to decide on. Um. So I feel like I should bring these up right now for our Yeah, league. we should um, probably wrap her as up. As it stands, yeah, so we got four things we'll have to decide on as a league. I think um, we can post polls on the Sleeper app. So that's where we'll have the official vote. Mm-hmm. Um, but so some of the things we have to decide on. Uh, we don't have a trade deadline set yet. As of now, there is no tra- trade deadline. Um, typically what we've done in the past is if you're eliminated from playoff contention, you can't trade with people in mm-hmm. playoff contention um, and then no trading once playoff starts. Um, so I think that's probably what we'll default to for yeah. now. So just if people are eliminated from playoff contention, you can't trade. Um, so that's one thing. Uh, second, we have to decide if we want to have a, another consolation tournament, like a consolation prize this year or sleeper offers, sleeper offers a second option besides consolation tournament, which is a loser tournament. Where the the, yeah, so whereas the tournament goes, instead of like winners going on to play another game, if you lose, you go to another matchup. And if you lose again, you go to the toilet bowl, and then the toilet bowl decides the ultimate loser. So yeah, it actually keeps track of like losers. It's like an actual toilet bowl, an actual matchup of 11 and 12. So you might finish like 7 and 8 in the standings, but you could still finish as our last place finisher if you lose four in a row at the end of the season. So yeah. that's the reason to kind of keep people involved. So that's something we could talk about um, mm. in the future is how we want to finish consolation besides playoffs. We'll have eight people in consolation that don't make playoffs this year, which is something to talk about. So we have a lot of people to figure wow. that out. Um, then kind of a 1B to that, a last place punishment. We have Murph with those license plates. We can continue that. Do we want to do more? Uh, something different. Yeah. That's something to talk about. Forgot about that. Um, and then buy in and pay out. Uh, do we want to, I think last year we did 50. Do we want to up that to 100? Do we want to stick to 50? Do we want to do similar payouts last year? Because we have 14 people. So if it's $15, that's $700 to work with. Mm-hmm. I think I said that wrong. 14 people, $50 each, $700 to work with. Yeah. Um, if we wanted to get really fucking wild and this is something I was really adamant about last year. Like, I, I wouldn't want to bump up from 50 to 100 unless all 14 people are into it mm-hmm. because I wouldn't want the buy-in to be, a, like, a stressor or a reason someone doesn't play in our fantasy league. A detriment, so yeah. All, yeah, so if all 14 people are like, yeah, let's go up to $100, mm-hmm. 
that'd be fucking crazy if we had 14 fucking hundred dollars to work yeah, with the prize that's, yeah that's nuts the like, pot gets big if, yeah third place gets their money back that's thirteen hundred dollars the separate between first and second place that's mm. crazy that's enough yeah. money to make sure everyone's trying really hard like that's that's the uh, even yeah. ready for that like yeah we're we're young adults here, but that's life changer money. More more prizes into it too. Like mm-hmm. highest highest amount of points in one week, highest like score like score points throughout the whole Absolutely. year. Like mm-hmm. best best yeah, like player or like like stuff like that. So more bonuses, yeah. More to actually going from week to week to week and trying to build your roster for like those kind of mini prizes throughout the season to kind of get you going too. I agree. I love that. So I mean that gives you know, 50 bucks if we do a $100 buy-in for, like, for some sort yeah. of yeah. the season. Just like, that could be a lot more fun, too. Yeah, more bonuses. Plus, I think it isn't just the end goal. A chance to get money back at the end of the year, too. Mm-hmm. That's that right. It doesn't discourage people. I think it'd be yeah, fun if we include more uh, bets in our league, too. Um, if anyone listens to the fantasy footballers, they do water bets. I don't care about water bets, but, like, actual money bets. Mm-hmm. I think we should be making more football or fantasy-based bets. So, uh, if anyone like has any bets, reach out to me. Yeah, hit me up. I'll send yeah, I, I'll, I, I'll I would. Bets with you. I like the one-week bets because it, it is fun to make it more than just the the season-long goal of like, okay, who's who wins gets the big pot. Yeah, it's all little things yeah. along the way. Um. Yeah. So, uh, to wrap, hey, thanks, Ben and Tommy Windet for mm-hmm. coming on. This was awesome. I would love if we got you guys to come back again. Uh, I don't think you guys drank as much as I did or as Jake did, so <laughs> we'll have to make sure that happens next time. Oh. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't brief him. I didn't tell him to bring a drink. That's uh, that's oh. on me. But next time we'll definitely have. Oh yeah. Oh well. Um, no. But so, so then the last important thing to say is on the next podcast we are going to be revealing. Uh-oh. your placement in the fantasy draft oh. uh, so you will learn your draft Literally. spot in the in the podcast next uh, our next podcast will have your spot in the fantasy draft uh, we don't know so when that'll be a reason. yeah uh but we'll give you a, a heads up when we do know when it'll be and that podcast will have your placement so that's a fucking reason to listen well, if nothing else we could create a song ryan we could sing the draft order would you like to do that <laughs> Well, I figured we'd randomize it live, but, you know, we could sing it, too. We could just sing before. So. Oh, maybe we could do a live podcast. That way people. Oh, we could. Like, like a. We got to have legitimacy, like a like, Facebook live. Like yeah, Tommy yeah. With that sky high drawing. Everyone oh, check that out. We could do a YouTube live. <laughs> right we could do a live, yeah. Um, my, last, my last plug is to uh, tell other people to listen to this, because. They might not, and uh, if they don't, it's probably their loss anyways. Any last words, Ben? I can't wait to uh, see where this podcast goes. I would love to be a part of this again. This is cool. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, and I can't wait for the season to start. Let's go. Empty stadiums or not, like, I'm ready. Empty I'm stadiums, ready. let's go. <laughs> well, hey, if the stadiums are empty, we can always do, like, we can always have more um, – like we all sit and watch the games by ourselves. We might as well like video chat in the future, or at least communicate. Like we could have a yeah. yeah who, watch, who watches football for the fans in the stadium? Yeah, so like we could be our own fans. <laughs> we could be our own fans in the stadium. Is what I'm trying to say. So, anything else, Tom? What do you got, Tom? 
Um, you know, I'm loading up the pump. I'm loading up the Uzis. Got a couple <laughs> M16s, couple nines. Got a couple joints with some silencers on them. Just loading up the clips. Got a couple grenades, a couple missile launchers with some missiles. And I'm ready for war. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. yeah, Captain, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> if you got an Xbox. But ben, do you have an yeah. Xbox? If not, you should get one. Yeah, please. Oh, uh, I feel that. Well, on that note, um, get an Xbox or a PlayStation and game with us. Uh, watch out for Tom because he's got Glocks and Uzis. And uh, <laughs> we'll, do this, we'll do this again sometime. And you guys will be back on. And it'll be fun. All right. Yeah, thanks, fellas. Right. Thanks. Good night.